transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. All right. We're back. It is. It's episode eight of the Whack Arnold's Brothers podcast. Guess who this is? Well, you can't see my face. It's David. I, this is Jared. Well, I'm pointing to me. I'm Jared. <laughs> You're David. They know this by now. Either way, how's it been going? How's it? How's 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 uh? I don't know. What's your? When's the last time you had ice cream, David? <laughs> I. Last week I had like a, um, like a, uh, I, I can never think of the name, a, like a Sunday cone, a, uh, oh, yeah. a drumstick, but I haven't had oh, like a, yeah. bowl, a bowl of ice cream in a really long time. Yeah. Well, sometimes I just feel like, you know, good, like just like ice cream just hits the, hits the spot so hard for me. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It feels like magic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Speaking recently, of magic, <laughs> I've recently been. Speaking of magic, what's your favorite? What, do, you, do you know any magic phrases or any magic words off the, the incantations or anything like that? <laughs> Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Oh, they're that cool. Oh, hold on. I feel like that's coincidentally the same, the name of the movie we watched this week. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so, yeah, dude, you turned me on to this movie, the, you, Abracadabra. Yeah. And. Like you, when you texted me the premise of the movie, I was just like, "I'm in." Like, I absolutely am in. It's magic gone awry. I was so shocked to to realize that this movie was directed a couple years ago, and because it it they it, it looks like a '70s movie. Like it feels and looks and sounds like a '70s Italian um, uh, Jallo. Yeah, yeah, Jallo. Like, which I, I love. Yeah. Like, dude, you're like spot on, man. It was like I had to check the the, the date multiple times because yeah. I was just like, you know, I was just I was like when watching it, I was just so convinced. I was like, is this like an old movie that was just recently like re-edited or something? Yeah. Like, you know, like it looks like they really capture that that certain set like a set like a seventies type aesthetic, which. You know, like there's like that kind of grainy film. It's you know the the lighting has these really like it's like really bright but like really dramatic dark switches and like you know, seventy like, like Italian dramatic. horror movies in in general, especially around like late sixties through like mid eighties, have a very distinct feel that is so different than anything that like American. And there, it's, I love it. Just like yeah. the, like you said, the weird color palettes, the shots they do, um, it's fantastic. I love, yeah. I love Italian horror. Which, I think I told you, like, I only recently got introduced to that, like within the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. so there's Italian horror movies that are so epic that most people have never even like seen or heard of. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. That's something like I dude, like we have to do a couple more of the of, of these style movies of course. to talk about because they are they are like they and if you got some good ones you got to turn me on to it because 
yeah like i've seen a handful just like you know random old italian horror movies but i've got I a love. list of some really good ones that i can give you you know there's yeah. staples like uh suspiria oh of course uh, of course um have you watched the bird that? sorry what was that oh what were you gonna say i was just gonna say have you watched any of the other movies in that like quote unquote series yeah i've seen all three of them okay i've um, never seen the third one i've, I've it, seen the second one inferno is amazing and that one came out a couple years later and then uh the director dario argento he did, he waited until like 2009 to make the third one and it's nowhere near as good but inferno is one of my favorite that movie is insane yeah yeah uh but again like i mean and, uh, especially if we're talking about like visual like the visual aesthetic brought to like italian from brought to movies by italian horror directors like argento is like right up there uh suspiria one of the reasons i love that fucking movie is the use of color yeah and just the, the weird garish like places that they it's it's such a gorgeous movie you're just yeah. immediately sucked in and you're like i have never seen anywhere that looks like this it's exactly. just so different it's just it's like yeah exactly that 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 you put it same there. with like have you have you seen phenomena no so it's like uh it, it was made in the 80s same director um it actually has jennifer Connelly in it she's like super young and it also has um oh my god i'm i know his name he plays dr loomis in uh Hall the halloween movies um oh what the fuck i know his name is killing me that i can't think of it like he's in it old loomis or like a rob zombie loomis no old loomis oh man what is his name dude it is on the tip of my tongue uh but okay what's the general premise around it so that one's like another one where it's like a uh it's not you know suspiria is at a dance academy but it's it's another one where like a female goes um to a different you know country and she's at a like a all-female boarding school um and then all these like murders start happening and she's drawn into this uh mystery about it um it's really it's it's one of those movies where a lot of people have um like some people don't think it's that great or they think it's like a blemish on his uh filmography i i love that movie dang dude I'll you'll have to watch it. it yeah definitely uh donald pleasance man that was donald pleasance yes that was he's so dang. great he, he plays like a uh this like anthropologist who's in a wheelchair and has a monkey it's it's Dude, I can't, dude. Explaining it will not do it justice. No, you have to like, watch it, dude. I, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna, have, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch the shit. But um, but okay, abracadabra here. Abracadabra. Yes. Let's get into it. Is like, it jumps in right with like the you you learn you learn the premise and the premise is like you know, guy like, guy you know, th 35 years ago, dude's magician father has a terrible accident. Yeah, right. you jump right into that terrible accident. Yeah, and and uh, you just you find out you know he's like performing a trick, and there seems to be some sort of uh, miscalculation with the bullet in yep. this trick that, and it gets fired and actually kills this child's father. Yes, and that you know immediately you jump forward and then you start and then um, to an older, what's his name, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, yeah. Uh, mancini lorenzo mancini yeah um 
and uh, you know, he's kind of, he's definitely like a little, he's he's kind of grizzled. He's he's definitely seen his days, but he's, I think one of the first shots you see of him is him riding up on yeah. a bike, on a bike, looking all fucking fly. He's got uh, Antonella on his on his back, you know. She's just beautiful like, too. Yeah. She's, yeah, and uh, he rolls up and, and goes right up to this like, it's a he rolls up to the crime scene at this place where he's like supposed he's performing. Yeah, it's a theater. Which coincidentally is the same one that his father died in. Yeah. And that's what I love about these movies is like they really start like planting seeds like that. Like, yeah, there's circles and they're going to start running. Uh, but it's yeah. And so he gets let in. There's like there's a brief interaction with the with the guy at the door. He's like, yeah, hey, you can't come in here. And he's like, don't you know who I am? I'm performing a show here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, but he gets let in and it's like quite the spectacle on stage because you, yeah. you, you don't really know that he's like fully going to a crime scene until he gets there and then it's yes. like, boom. like there's it looks like some sort of you know trick was performed uh and there's like some of like, there's like all you see is like somebody like you know body kind of sitting in a chair and like yeah it's like, called the it's called the box and the sword so that's what the trick is called but yeah oh, she's okay. she's in gruesome fashion dead with the box over her head and yeah, you're just thrown into it immediately where they're, you know, they're questioning him. And it's like the night before his next big performance. And, you know, they're talking about how this is the same place his dad died. And so there's kind of just within a, three minutes, you're thrown into, you know, what's quite going on with this movie. Yeah, quite a bit. But that gives you time to like really sort of drag out these character moments that kind of happen, you know, like. This dude, Lorenzo, is a fucking mess, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's drinking all the time. He's, I don't know, he just constantly seems like disheveled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you also get like pretty close here. You get introduced to, what's the detective's name? I don't even really think they ever say his name. You know what I mean? He was, no, I don't think they do. Uh, it's just like if you look at the credits, like it's just listed as detective. Detective, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. there and he, you know, he, yeah. he uh, Lorenzo gives him his alibi um, that he was with his assistant, which he was, mm-hmm. and then it goes to their first magic trick, and uh, you know, it was one of those weird things where um, I didn't notice anything wrong with what they were doing, but they do this trick and it gets no response from the crowd. And then it shows them in the changing room. He's like, you know, he's upset. He's like, well, I don't know how the trick went wrong or all this and that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that, that that's interesting, man. Because, yeah, like, like when watching this movie, you think it's a, uh, you know, you get the vibe that it's just, it's like a straightforward serial killer movie. Like there's somebody, mm-hmm. somebody kind of like fucking with Lorenzo, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know it's hard to tell, like, because there's like immediately one of the things I love about this style of move of filmmaking is that there's all these like really sharp shots where like you know, like the bathroom scene. There's this one scene where Lorenzo's in the bathroom and he's like having this moment, you know, he's trying to collect himself, mm-hmm. and just out of nowhere pops up the detective and he's like smoking a smoking, smoke. yeah, and it just kind of like zooms in on his face really hard, you know. And uh, I think those kind of moments really make like make this whole movie like more way more dramatic yeah but yeah like uh so i like 
I like the next scene where he's playing cards to where okay. you learn that like outside it, like he uses his magic outside of his shows because he's playing this, you know, high stakes game of poker. Um, and when it first shows his hands, he's got a pair of threes, mm-hmm. you know, and then when it come, they make this big bet. And then when he puts his hands down, he's got a pair of aces. Yeah, man. Uh, which I, uh, that whole like bluffing sequence is really kind of interesting. Yeah. It's like, cause like it involves like, you know, this like tough looking motherfucker that like, he's, he's playing against like a couple other dudes. And one of them's got this, like, he's like a guy with like one eye and the other eye is just like, got this like, I don't know, looks like a white metal piece on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you learn like basically that, that was interesting. It's like, he's using his magic to try and like make gains for himself outside but it doesn't work out he gets caught there man he gets and he gets you know beat the fuck up uh and like that kind of leads him to stumbling to i think antonella's apartment where he's like you know like love me kind of thing you know like you know and it seems like that's the first time you sort of learn that like they're maybe not as uh connected as uh, right uh, he tries hitting on her and you know yeah, and she's it's like, rejected. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you can sleep on the sofa, but that's about it, Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. ass motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like, you know, we, the first, um, you know, we, obviously, like he, you said, he stumbles upon the crime scene, and it doesn't show. Like, it kind of has this flashback sequence where it shows how she died, but the next death scene is really cool, where you yeah. see the whole thing play out. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it, it, it's like that's the this is the death scene with um the shower sequence right yeah which and a cool thing about this is you notice is that the girl as she's getting out of the shower she puts on this necklace which is seen in the beginning of the movie and you see the same kind of necklace with this pendant throughout the movie exactly it becomes sort of a thing that lorenzo kind of chases throughout the mystery you know he finds it like again and again like her death scenes awesome it is man it is uh uh, just you describe it. You describe it. I'll get the next. So yeah, so, so she she takes a shower and she gets out. She gets a phone call, but um, there's no one on the other line. So she kind of you know from there realizes that there's something fishy going on, and she starts walking through her house to investigate. And she stumbles upon her living room and sees that there's like uh, some uh, magician stuff there. There's a, like a small guillotine, who, and then she just gets immediately put into it. Yeah, dude, and like, you know, the build up to the great moment is kind of interesting because, like, they don't, they don't, again, like, there's not really like a rush to any of this. I think it's because they like, they jump you right into the mystery. There's like these moments where like you, you kind of like, you know, sort of see her struggle in the guillotine, and it's like all this like kind of build up of her going like ah ah ah, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Well, bam! The guillotine oh. strikes, and there's just this great shot of like the neck, you know, with the head severed off. Her head roll like, it, yeah, dude. It was it was such a cool shot. And then yeah. like in in typical like this is another thing where I thought it was like a '70s movie, and because one of the biggest um, like uh, things that these Italian horror movies would do is it would never show the face or or the person; it would just show hands. So it'd be like. Mm-hmm. And some of them it'd be like a, a killer's hands and black leather gloves or whatever. But in this one, you see that they were they're wearing like white <clears throat> magician gloves, but you only see the hands, so you don't yeah, know. Dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I did. I did like that. Like it was, you know, it, it kind of. I feel like I've yeah. It, it definitely reminded like again like it just reminded me so much of like older styles of of, of filmmaking that like then that was one of those. It's like you know the mystery is, you know. <laughs> like from here to here it's from the wrist yeah that's to the all you elbow, see you know or, the, or yeah. the, the wrist down to the hand you know that's all you see and that's all you need because you don't necessarily need the face you just need like the action and the striking yeah. of the whole sequence it's like enough to keep you yeah exactly and that was exactly what happened here like you like you get so distracted by what's happening that you don't even think about like wait who is actually doing that until it gets over <laughs> exactly yeah. but yeah that's a great scene and then like goes to the next day he wakes up you know, hungover and hurt. Um, and Antonella's not there, so he goes looking for her at a bar. Yeah. And he, like, because he sees it's a, the Bangkok bar or whatever, and he, like, he finds, like, a matchbook in the apartment uh-huh. and uh-huh. tries to, like, go, you know, trace her there. He goes up to the bar, orders a whiskey on the rocks, asks the bartender, I, uh, I just remember this so distinctly, like, do you know this lady, Antonella? Uh-huh. And, uh, and then doesn't pay for his drink. He like sneak drinks it. And I just remember noting that he just like drinks it and then just like walks away casually. I was like, damn, that dude's slick. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he goes to the bar and he doesn't seem to have any luck finding her at first. So That's then he right. Nat- so, you know, he makes eyes at this other lady who makes knives at him and then he naturally drifts back to the hookah bar. The, yeah. the hookah bar. <laughs> and she's where she has the pendant on too, you know. She's Yeah. And then this bizarre like Menage a trois scenes happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gets all like, you know, you, you, you see him like ripping the hookah. Then this lady just out of, you know, with the with the pendant just kind of like pops up and starts dancing at the end of the table. And then like it leads to this really bizarre sequence of like, you know, this menage a trois sequence of like, you know, this lady with the pendant, Lorenzo, and then presumably uh, Antonella, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's he, her. like just yeah. kind of drifts up and like it's just like sits down next to him and is like, hey what's happening you know and then the next thing you know they're all banging and that's that's that was strange because i remember thinking in the moment i was like this seems very like very random for Mm -hmm. this movie you know i was like there's got to be something about this sequence that's not just like lorenzo's such a cool guy he's going and picking up ladies you know right (laughs) right uh but anyway yeah i thought that was a really like random scene but and then but you know what's what's wild is that he wakes up from yep. that sequence and is you know he's in bed with just the lady from the the bar now Antonella is nowhere to be found in this mm-hmm. in this um you know moment and she's dead like she yeah. is she is just like something around her neck like a, yeah. you know yeah and like uh you know again he's again it's 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 people it's somebody with this pendant man yeah. um and so he anyway so that he uh, you know, seeing this, he's starting to like have this, you know, a little bit of a freak out moment. And then the detective guy shows up, you know, is knocking, starts knocking at the mm-hmm. door. And Lorenzo decides to dip out the window. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this great sequence. Uh, that's that's the chase sequence, right? Like, yeah. The detective's like, I thought it was so just funny. casually. He's like, <laughs> he's like smoking and just walking at his regular yeah. pace. And Lorenzo's like manically running like away from It was him. cool. Yeah. It, it was, man. And again, like, you know, something we haven't talked about yet with this movie is that um is just in general like the music and the uh the sounds and the sound totally. of this movie it was if it it really brings life to the scenes you know like 
like this sequence when it's just like immediately that like upbeat music starts like kicking in and it's just sort of like you know the way that it's like it's the shots kind of moving and like mm-hmm. the way, you know lorenzo's like the actor's like uh, which, who's the actor's name but the the way he's like you know just sort of disoriented like running it frantically like moves yeah of, it really hits you and it's like in this kind of like equally fun but also you know in the gravity of the the moment sort of way which is really, right. really cool uh but yeah so he's getting he gets chased down and kind of like you know he sort of loses the detective at some point um but then he does is that when he ends up at the the library of sorts yeah or whatever? yep yep and um and he starts digging around and he kind of finds you know some articles about the death of his father yeah uh and like one of the headlines they uh you learn that um his father's assistant was like the main suspect and subsequently you know went to jail for it yeah and um this leads you know like i think all this kind of sort of stuff's like prompts lorenzo to like try it he like grabs a like a phone book or whatever and looks up the name of the um yeah his father's tracks him assistant down. and like tracks him down uh Gennaro yeah. yeah yeah Gennaro and and then he goes so and then he he goes to visit Gennaro and um he kind of finds like an old ailing you know guy yeah. with oxygen uh <laughs> who like really just like doesn't necessarily seem well he seems like he kind of reveals that he was wrongfully accused accused he's, yeah and he's and he spent 20 years in, in jail and now he's on whatever. his yeah he's had a terrible life since then yeah and but he also reveals and i didn't know if this was like a serious thing or if it was like or if it was like you know or whatever but he reveals that um you know uh lorenzo's father and himself were very close not just friends but he uses the phrase we were brothers yeah and i couldn't tell yeah. if it was like we were brothers you know like like you know camaraderie or whatever or if it was like we were actual brothers and like this is like your uncle that you're looking at right now you know and he, uh, he, he also mentioned something about like him not being the one that changed the bullet to the yeah, magic trick yeah exactly he's like i didn't like he, he, he basically just tries to clear it up you know he's like i you know i just didn't do it man <laughs> uh but then you know uh his mask kind of uh his mask kind of falls off and i thought it was interesting lorenzo doesn't really help him mm-hmm. he starts the john Ar- gennaro starts like uh struggling with breathing and he just sort of like waits for the nurse to come in the nurse starts like you know fixing him and lorenzo just sort of dips out you know before that there's there's also something else that's interesting that happens there where um he uh, lorenzo notices that gennaro has one of the pendants too oh yeah oh my and god he, yeah and he kind of asks him about it and uh gennaro kind of says something a little obscure about you know lorenzo being brainwashed about the situation so you're kind of like what's going on here yeah dude that's right that was one of the first moments where you're starting to be like okay like maybe there's something about lorenzo's past Mm -hmm. that like you know is a clue to all of this like in in terms like maybe it's not about his father's mystery maybe it's about him there's a lot of like ambiguity you know because you don't really know what's going on yeah definitely but like you said, so he, so Lorenzo leaves, um, and right away, you know, yeah, Gennaro yeah. meets his demise. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right away, like uh, the the killer strikes again. So you see, like his nurse is like sleeping in, in the other room, and so the killer is able to kind of get in, 
and uh, what using whatever medication Gennaro uh, was on, seemed, like fills up a whole syringe. It was like gnarly. Like you just, like, you just watch him slowly fill up this whole syringe, and <laughs> then he like sticks it in the dude, and Gennaro just starts like. Well, he sticks it in the IV. Oh yeah, he sticks it in the IV, and then it's you know he just basically just like starts foaming at the mouth and having Ugh. a reaction, and you know it, yeah, it was, it's a it shitty was, way to die. It is, dude. Especially because if you think about it, like all that dude, like he was just watching that happen. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't do anything about it. Like even if he even if he struggled, right? The guy was like basically just a vegetable. It seemed like not very. I don't know. It just was a shitty way to go out. So, but yeah, anyway, I, so so yeah. I forgot to mention that um, one of the things I liked about this movie is how short, you know, it was like a little over an hour and it kind of just like it, there's no slow points or lag. Like the whole movie's like at a, at a, at a great pace because he heads straight from here to um, Fabrizio's house. So you thinks is like manager because he was at the beginning of the movie, the one that led him into the club and um mm-hmm. Lorenzo goes to his house and finds these pictures uh, uh, like someone's been following Lorenzo, you know, and kind of spying on him and taking pictures of him. And uh, and uh, they sort of have they end up having like an argument during this sequence, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Fabrizio gets a phone call and learns that his father's dead. And he accuses. Yeah. 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 Well, he pulls it. Yeah, you're right. He pulls a gun, right? He like. Uh, and he actually accuses Lorenzo right there of being the killer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's I. That, that that's just interesting that they were like, you know, I mean, just in terms of like these characters in this in this movie world, like that Lorenzo's potential manager or whatever is like the son. Yeah. Of the, the guy who supposedly killed his father. <laughs> There's a lot of connection here. A lot of connection. A lot of connection. And that. Mm, actually, for, yeah. yeah. That's just kind of an interesting thing throughout this movie, I suppose. And then Fabrizio ends up dying too, because in this, they're in a, they get in a scuffle, and he accidentally shoots himself. And in classic, so it's like classic fashion, the struggle, like he's like, they're like, you know, struggling for the gun or whatever, and like it's nowhere near like pointing at Fabrizio, and you see this bang, bang, yeah. And then like all of a sudden he's like bleeding out from the chest. You know? So it's like at this at this point, you know, no matter wherever Lorenzo goes, like death death follows them essentially yeah yeah it's it's officially become like the trend like it's you know and that, that's why it's hard to tell it's like it's hard to like to tell throughout this movie what's really like going down like somebody's like clearly messing with them you think throughout this whole thing oh and so okay we you know how we talked about the chase scene yeah yeah that did that hasn't happened yet that happens next because like the next oh scene is that uh lorenzo goes to the cemetery to his dad's grave oh yeah yeah you're right you're right he goes he, he visits his dad's grave and his gravestone says something like see if i could like uh it's not what you know things aren't what they seem what they seem like yeah exactly and which is ominous as fuck you just put on a gravestone like why would you put that on a grave yeah so ominous uh but then you know like shortly there he's like he's pouring a little uh little out of his flask on the you know out <laughs> his dad and then like he you know the detective guy shows up again and like lorenzo hides behind the tree and it kind of like you know they like, take some glimpses get spotted and, you know, yeah they like, get spotted and that's when the epic chase ensues mm-hmm. still such a great such a great sequence uh but then like that leads does that is that what leads directly into him going back to the theater? 
No, this leads. He goes to uh, Antonella's place, right. and he's like, he's freaking out, basically saying that like someone is killing all these people and trying to pin it, pin the blame on, pin, pin the blame on him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because there, and there's this weird sequence where she like is kind of like comforting him, and she's just sort of like, you know, like trying to calm him down. Yeah, it'll be, it'll all be all right. And it's just like, I thought uh, at the moment I was like, what a weird thing to say, like kind of like say like, and then people are dying. And then this is where the movie just gets super nutty. And from here on out, it's like I I used the word ambiguous before. Like from here on out, it's one of those movies where all these weird things happen to where you're at the end, you're kind of left like up to your own devices as to what happened. Like who's really the killer? Like what's going on here? Because there's a lot of really weird things that happen. Yeah, it it definitely like it gets kind of con- like confusing and <laughs> like for in, sure in a, in a way and you know like part of it is just like you just you know there's like this i don't want to call it like a flashback maybe but there's this moment where like again like i think he's kind of like he's at like a like a theater or some sort of area well be- anyway, but before okay. yeah but before that um He's he's taking a bath. Um, oh God, and, dude, that's right. That that's the yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, because this is where all the the like craziness starts happening. He, he's 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 here. he he's in the bath and he gets fucking. You think he gets stabbed? He gets stabbed to death by um, Antonella. Yeah, I, I like the sequence is really. It's such an interestingly cool like shot. Like so, like in classic fashion, like. Like you pan to him in the bath, and it's like you see like a foot exactly where it needs to be, of course, and he's just like relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then in the, you know, it was just like a very slasher kind of moment where it's just like all you see is like the knife, you know, kind of coming down, and like slowly but surely, like the all of a sudden, like you know, it's a bloody mess in the in the bathtub. And there's playing cards, yeah. Yeah, there's playing cards just like kind of thrown on his body. It looks like. And then there's a great shot. It's like a close up of Antonella's face. And- you know, there's blood splatter all over her face, and she just smiles this wicked smile and starts yeah. laughing. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, that was actually like some of the, my like the in terms of like care, like I don't know, acting moments in this movie, like the close up of her of her face, which lasts a good while. Yeah, honestly, it's like a really, it's a pretty long close up. It's just like it's like you see her like almost like going through these like different like emotions without really like you know doing much with her facial expression and then like all of a sudden like kind of creepily like you're saying laughing and smiling and stuff it's like i don't know dude it was so sinister it was really cool um, yeah and, and then she, and also and, then, and also just side note like the actress for that role like I, and again with like a lot of these characters and the actors they just they like they looked like they belonged in a 70s fucking movie. yeah like she had like these big huge eyes that were like I don't know. It just she looked like somebody from like a like a lady that from the seventies. It was crazy. Anyway, yeah. But she goes um, to like this, some sort of like room after yeah. the sequence, and uh, there's like some like you know magician posters on the wall, and she places like the knife back down that she just stabbed Lorenzo with, like on like a you know like a little pedestal of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like this has all been like you know kind of like at this moment you think it's like all like all of a sudden like antonella's been killing all these people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. 
Um, but no, but yeah, it just gets it, weird, you know. But then, but then the detective appears in the in the room. Yep. And is in there smoking and kind of lays out the like things. Like he's like, what do you say? It's a really great line where it's like. Like the perfect crime is not a crime that you get away with. It's a crime. It's like getting caught for, or getting people to like believe in a different crime or something like that. It was really, it was like this really interesting statement. But he, I, I, and this is where I was confused. Like, was he? Well, because then it shows he like an actual a, like auxiliary character. You know what I mean? I don't like, know. I don't like, know. Because <laughs> then it, because I mean? <laughs> then it had. Yeah, because then it has this like uh, flashback scene, um, and it's this, this satanic ritual, and you see that um, Lorenzo's dad is there, and the in his dad's assistant, um, and then a woman that looks like Antonella, but, it's but not. yeah, but and then Lorenzo as a kid um, stabs her to death, yeah. and then it has another really weird scene where it flashes back to the future, uh, or, or the present, I should say. And Antonella's like looking in the mirror, and as she's doing that, you also see Lorenzo in the mirror. Um, and then it show has these like other scenes where there's a bathtub with no blood. It shows a scene from the beginning where they're on a motorbike, and uh, and one of their like magic scenes. And it's yeah. just super super weird where um, in those scenes it's both of them together, and then she's not there at all, and it's only Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it was really strange. Like the, like you were saying that you noted the bathroom, the bathtub, which like it just it flashes. It's like completely clean. It's not so it's like, at all. I don't the, think she was a character at all. It's so weird. That's what I mean, dude. Like all of a sudden, like the very ending of this movie makes you call into question like everything, everything about this movie. And and yeah, I I, I don't know if she was a character. I don't know if she was maybe just like perhaps for him a representation of the lady that he yeah killed when he was a kid um and like the detective was maybe like his guilt over it or something like that because, like chasing him as, yeah. as, he, as he goes i don't know dude it was so interesting but like so because boggling <laughs> right after that like he gets handcuffed but then it it shows they're in a car and initially the the detectives uh driving, yeah. driving and there's this really go- cool line where he has a monologue and he's like after ruling out the impossible, all that remains is the truth. And then it switches to where Lorenzo's driving the car by himself, and he's the only one in the car. Exactly, exactly. And so it just makes so, you believe that, like, like he's just Lorenzo's been hallucinating. Yeah, been like hallucinating all these things, or like doing possibly. Like, but do you think? Do you think that he was murdering all these people? Like, I mean, that's, that's what I. That's what I think is that he like, you know he was introduced to this at such a young age or whatever. And then, Oh, and we also forgot there's shows a scene where he's the one that switched the bullet. So it's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You know? So I think that that's what it is, is that he, because of killing all these people, like he just became so disconnected from reality that he had these, you know, uh, he dreamed up that these people were real when they really weren't. That's yeah. or something. Cause yeah. Which is, it's, yeah, it's a really, I mean, just a really interesting ending to this movie because I, and I like, I like it when the movies do that sometimes where it's just like, 
Like, because then it's like right here. It's like we're still trying to rack our brain. It doesn't explain. Like, yeah. To really figure it out. And so it's like it keeps the conversation open, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it was like. It's a great. This is another good movie. Like, yeah, I would definitely. recommend this movie to anybody. It's, definitely. It's Just a quick. It's a quick watch and you're hooked the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think it like, yeah, I think it's like, it like clocks in at like an hour, 10 minutes with yep. credits. So with you know, credits. Like, yeah. So it's like, it really is like you, you noted it perfectly earlier. It just, it, it starts you off right into the movie and it just like, it's just quick, just like ramp up the entire time. Like the story goes the entire time. There's not like a ton of lull. There's some mm -hmm. good character moments, but there's not really like, I don't know. Everything has to do with with the story, really. Like, yeah. like the, the the actual like I don't know. It's just yeah. It was definitely interesting, and this and the the aesthetic of the movie alone, though, uh, you could you could watch this for you know yeah. Like, like the fact that you know the way people dressed looked looked the time period. The fact that totally they, like the the playing cards they used looked like they were from the seventies. The the phones that they used looked from like they were from the seventies. You know, like. It was so well done. Like I was so convinced that this was a movie yeah. time. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why I went, I, after I watched it and I looked it up, I was like, it was it was directed by, um, and I've never heard of these guys, but they're called the Onetti Brothers. But yeah, it was made in 2018. But it just it's just insane to me because it, yeah. yeah. Like I really, you know, and and there's definitely been like movies before where they, you know, obviously like they try to recapture that i think one of the best examples that i can think of isn't really a horror but the grindhouse movies do you remember okay yeah you know and uh what's his fucking face you know what i'm talking about robert rodriguez yeah robert, robert rodriguez uh yeah when they released those it kind of like you know kind of they i think they did a pretty good job of kind of capturing some of the elements of that this though goes all the way like when it comes to like capturing like a full-on experience of like a different time period and style of movie making you know what's another really good one is um it's a movie called the house of the devil um oh God, dude, i was no i saw you that's are, what, i, I love, love that I love movie you, david that movie's so fucking good and that is exactly i thought about that movie exactly uh, when i was watching this i was like holy shit this gives me the vibes of House of the Devil, where it was like immediately I did not think this movie was made Hell no. recently. It's like they use a camera from the 80s or whatever. Ty West did such a great job with that movie. But yeah, you're like, this is a fucking like lost 80s movie that just got found or something. But no. Exactly. And that's what that's 100 percent from beginning to end. Even though, like, I looked it up twice, like, that's exactly what I kept thinking about this movie. I was just like, Abracadabra just seems like it was, like, something that somebody, like, was, like, found in, like, a, an old, you know, storage locker. And restored it, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 so it was it was really, yeah. What a fucking good, what a good watch. Yeah, it just, I, you know, for me, that, like, gives me hope, because that gives me hope that, you know, that horror is going to be something that's always going to live on and there's always going to be those people that want to pay their respects and have like a homage to older movies i mean they you know they could have made um a, the same movie with the same plot in present day but they decided to do it this way and it's just so fantastic i agree man i agree i think you know, there's something to be said about what you can pull off uh, with modern technology and modern types of like filmmaking, you know, 
<clears throat> and and that's one thing but you know this is a complete homage to a different style of filmmaking and and i don't the horror genre and what i don't think i can notice any point in the movie I, like I, i'm convinced that it's 100 percent practical effects because i don't remember any point where i was like oh that's some fucking stupid cgi no yeah i i mean i couldn't even if there was i really couldn't tell you because it did exactly look, all, all like the death sequences look practical you know yeah i yeah it was just a really really they captured like just the whole aesthetic and dude i think you're right like i think that as people continue to sort of age into like you know mainstream like the, that you know as people continue to age into like working life and like being able to like get artistic stuff out there we'll see more like true fans of like you know deep horror yeah uh, that start popping up onto the scene and you get then you end up getting gems like these where it's you know some people who clearly appreciate italian horror mm -hmm. uh you know anyway I, I just yeah I, I just think it's fantastic and i wonder if this will be i hope that, that we see you know maybe some more things from this this i want to yeah i want to see what else they've made and i want to watch it like i was blown away so yeah and I, I from my understanding this kind of all came out on like sort of like this uh newer horror movie label so they it's i think they 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 like it's like a you know type of studio or whatever that's mainly focused on just doing horror so I wonder if we if I look that if we look that up, I wonder what else like we could find from them. From, you know, well, that's like like one of the newer ones that have just been knocking movies out of the park is A twenty four. You know they did oh, uh, yeah. the witch. They did um, one of my favorite horror movies of all time now, and easily my favorite horror movie of the last like six seven years is Hereditary. Word. Yeah. So that's like yeah. they keep pumping out fucking great movies absolutely hell yeah man yeah dude this was like like this was a solid pick like i thought it was going to be a lot funnier when i watched it but i, I am glad that it was what it was something. yeah yeah because it was something it was you know like we talk about mainly we talk about you know movies you can you know, horror movies you can laugh at a lot why because it's it's hella fun but like you know this and the, like uh the last episode that we did you know we kind of touched on some really good, like really solid pieces of yeah. work. And, and that's always something to appreciate too. Like, you know, it's like, obviously like, you know, it's, it's almost, you appreciate them for different reasons in a lot of ways, you know? Totally. Uh, uh, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, it was, this was, this was a nice, a, a nice fucking movie to check out. I definitely recommend anybody, anybody to watch it. You know what I mean? It was. Like I told. It, I told like at least three people at work about it today. That's awesome. Yeah. It it was cool to take a little, uh, you know, two episode detour and do some good movies. But I think we're gonna have to do a hard turn and do something <laughs> fucking awful for the next episode. Dude, you know it. You know it's gonna have to happen. And then dogs, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with it. Part of the reason that we even started this is that at some point we're gonna have to talk about one of our mutual favorite awful horror movies. Pinocchio's Revenge. Ooh, like eventually we got to do that. Yeah. That's one that we know it. We know it's down the road at some point, but yeah. once we hit that that moment, it's gonna be a juicy one. Yeah, That's, man. That might have to be like a special episode where we like 
I don't that know. That should be our first live in person episode. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That would be fucking sick. Like, yeah, that could be that. That should be the goal. That'd be dope, dude. Uh, all right, I like this idea. Uh, anyway, we'll keep we'll keep working on that one. But yeah, yeah, we'll find we'll have to find something real juicy for the next episode. Yes, yes. Uh, oh man. But yeah, this this one was just like a pure, a pure pleasure. I I I I understand that like a couple of the actors, particularly the guy that played Lorenzo, has done. He has like a pretty decent like, um, how is it? Not reputation, but he he's been like some of his other roles have been kind of regarded also. So, okay. I just like I just think I just think it was just really interesting. Like the cast was really awesome. The fucking direct, like the small the, cast. Yeah, it was good. It was and it was a small cast. You're right, dude. It was a really tight cast. Like there's like five, six standout characters and then like a handful of just like backgrounds, you know? Well, and like we mentioned earlier with Antonella is like she that that actress is gorgeous. And that's like with those seventies Italian horror movies, like it was always and they were good actresses, but there were there were always just like these absolutely stunning Italian women to look at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, it was like every, every actress was like a Bond girl, you know? <laughs> right. It's like, like they were just all like meant to be like, I don't know. They're, but they were, I mean, yeah, they're always like always talent, but it's this, this movie was like, it was just really interesting because like the scenes she was in were like, she definitely, kind of like captured this the scene because she had these like facial expressions and like the i don't know it's just the way like her look just like kind of made you wonder like what the hell was her deal like every time you saw her even though you were supposed to be focused on lorenzo and so it was kind of interesting just overall like that yeah. the cast was fucking fantastic i thought the that they i don't know i thought the pacing of this movie was really incredible too where it was just like totally I don't know, man. There's just, I just, there's, I just like, there's not a bad thing about this movie that I can really bring up. You know what I mean? Not at all. Uh, yeah, and that's actually like a, it's, it's rare to find that. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. Definitely. All right, my guy. Right, well, well, we'll leave him off there. We'll have yeah. to, like you said, we'll take a hard turn this next for the next episode. <laughs> we'll have to figure out some, some gross, something yeah. funny, a, a gem. Yeah. All right. A, a gem something quintessential <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> all right man all right my dude well, hey i i appreciate the hell out of you man you too i love these podcasts yeah and i know the hot dogs are loving them too because honestly they keep listening <laughs>